This week's episode of the award-winning Here For It podcast is brought to you by um, the overall mother, yo mama, my mama, they mama, everybody mama. Oprah Winfrey uh, decided that she was giving a campaign speech two years before an election. Um, And she basically reclaimed all of our time. Yeah. And said that time's up on girls. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that was a sub. Bitch, I ain't Jerry. Uh, well, she apparently is because she's giving subs out. <laughs> First of all, she's giving um, waist training lessons out. She's giving Woo! natural hair lessons out. Woo! They had come to her at 2 o'clock at 9.30 p.m. She have no frizz, no flyaways. <laughs> and it was still glow. In my was... natural hair. Oil? I need oil from Wakanda. That's that's the type yeah. of oil that Oprah had in her goddamn mm-hmm. ear at the Golden Globes. And so if we don't know nothing else about the Golden Globes, we know about goddamn Oprah Oprah's speech. And um, as great and rousing as it was, um, there are still some words that she did not say in it that I feel like she should have added. Three words. Suck my dick. <laughs> so uh, I would have, we would have had no choice but to, to bow down, literally. Well, when she said "times up," that was the two words. Yeah, oh, that was cool. basically two up. words is enough. That I was mean. basically suck my dick. <laughs> um, the words that I was still looking for was uh, "I am announcing my candidacy for the presidency of the United States." Yeah, that was all that that whole speech. That whole speech was missing. If you know how Barack Obama uh, rose to fame and rose to a national recognition. It was through speeches like Oprah just gave. And I feel like she knows these things because she's Oprah. And if she's not running for presidency, then she just tried us. And this episode is brought to you by that. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. You can find me on anything you can find any niggas on. Uh, I am aka. Uh, you sound dead. Can you pick up your spirit? The manhole inspector. Okay. BKA, the only black Targaryen. And this is your weekly colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness. This week, I am reviving for our icebreaker is the Gimme Five game. Oh, Lord. So, yes, take a sip of your drink. Yeah, you're going to need a sip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you one, two. Yep, okay, great. Give me five. Um, give me five foreplay activities without saying um sucking dick, eating wow. ass, kissing, licking neck, and sucking toes. What sucking toes? Twenty eighteen sucking toes. Oh yes. Come on. Oh yes. BKA and AKA The right. Toe Sucker. All right now. In chief. The toe sucker in chief. Yes. Suck them goddamn toes. Suck my toes and wash yours enough so that I can suck yours. Please wash your toes. Oh my god. We don't want to see no gangrene around the um edges of the cuticles of your toes. Oh my god. That's what Nicki Minaj meant to say when she said, Watch your man, watch your mouth. Watch your toes. Watch your man as well. And and wash your toes. <laughs> Make sure he shave his pubes. All the hair down there is I can't be performing oral if you're down there. All this bush. Like, no, you're not Billy Bush. Billy Bush even got fired. He still ain't got hired again. Mm. <laughs> Fix that. Mm. Um, 
in other news, there are other emergencies going on. Um, it is absolute emergency when they give you six out of your nine pieces of nuggets. Um, <laughs> and the girl called 911. And I, I mean, they played her because that is a fucking emergency. That is the truth. I ordered nine pieces. And the manager talking about, ma'am, have a good day. Bitch, I paid for nine pieces. Do you want me to burn this bitch the fuck down? Oh, you're talking about the 911 show with Angela Bassett. We are obviously talking about the new fall <laughs> season release of the 911 show with Angela Bassett and crew. Directed by Ryan Murphy? Written by or directed? Yeah, know. directed by. When you say directed Ryan. and produced. Oh, okay. Yeah, because he's a producer girl. Um, But yeah, if you haven't seen this show, I guess it's something to watch because ain't nothing else really going on right now with TV. Um, it's something to watch. Uh, Angela Bassett obviously does what Angela Bassett the Hello. fuck the fuck does. Clock um, in. The, I mean, the best parts of it were obviously Angela Bassett. The Angela Bassett scenes and <laughs> um, the fitted uniforms. I was like, I have I have been at EMT before and I've been around mm-hmm. EMTs. Where did y'all get these goddamn fitted ass uniforms from? Yeah, those the not at Centos or the new. No, lot lot. It's a start with an L. I can't think of the name right now. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Centos and ADP do most of the uniforms for the girls, and they don't fit most of the no. times like that. These girls have fitted custom, uh, Beyonce leotard uniforms, <laughs> and I was here for it. Um, outside of that, uh, Rockman Dunbar was typecast. Yep, again. Oh my god. <sighs> he said, I have a secret and I want to tell the children right now. And she was like, no, let's not. <laughs> and he was like, the therapist said when we're ready. And she was like, but we includes me and I'm not. <laughs> okay. So let's not. This not, this not a minority vote. You're not in the majority. <laughs> uh, let's not tell it in case people haven't watched it. But... Well, yeah, we already told it because. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to them booty pics the Rockman Dunbar got circulating on Tumblr. Sorry, um, if you have not seen nine one one, make sure you go and check it out now. Um, at least the first episode. I don't know if I'm checking to the second one. Hopefully, the trailer. Uh, so the baby gives down me the some... drain didn't give you what mm, you needed. Mm, no. And then the mama was in the bed bleeding. Mm, no. The snake didn't. I give feel me... like it's been done before. Then... Oh. It's all been done before. It's been well, been I got my life. I cried, and I don't cry at a lot. Girl, you cry at I'm everything. What do you mean? You don't I, cry. I admit I'm already dramatic. But in TV, I don't cry. Like, in movies, I might. But, like, to get me to cry in, like, within 60 minutes, there was a lot. I was like, wow. There was a lot. Like, I was tweeting that I wanted a certain character on the show fired when I was live tweeting. And by the end, when that character had redeemed themselves and came around and... You know, done the right thing. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I was just tweeting. Can I go delete those tweets? But girls you already retweeted us. The girls had already retweeted them. So oh, damn. I'm just like, mm. He's cute, though. Problematic, um, but cute. Yeah, the, the, uniform, the white blonde boy. Um, their uniform was from a cute place. So shout out mm. to Angela Bassett. Wednesdays at and her um, Bernadine wig, wig. It showed right back on up. I was like, <laughs> oh, Bernadine, you back. Hmm. Wednesdays at 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central on Fox. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And also, while we're talking about TV, Love and Hip Hop. Uh, oh, wow. You about to mm. take us Miami to the Miami premiered. Thank you. I don't know. I just feel like I say Love and Hip Hop Atlanta a lot. Anyway, Love and Hip Hop Miami premiered. Um, and I also found only solace in one character there. We all on up. Amaro La Negra. Yeah, the um, negra. I'm Amal, Amada. Uh, see now you got, uh, fuck, you got to roll. Now you got uh, me fucking it up. Wow, oh. Amada la negra. Okay. 
is the character. Uh, I already knew what Trina was going to give. Mm-hmm. I love Trina. Trina ain't going nowhere for me. But I was looking to the show for characters and entertainment. And Breakout there was only stars. one. There mm-hmm. was only one. Like I predicted a couple weeks ago, Amada La Negra was it. Um, she absolutely had a right to throw a drink on that producer. Oh. Okay. So when the producer... I'm going to work tomorrow and throwing drinks on girls and see how that turns out for me. Was she at work? Well, she threw a drink on the... If she's a singer and the producer is putting the track together, this sound like work? That means... But she wasn't hired with him yet. She's not working with him. Oh. So she she got... It's plenty of producers I'm going to let you finish. How about that? That's fine. Okay. Um, There's plenty of producers in the seat. And I feel like she needs to find a producer that's not going to look at her hair, look at her skin, and find her problematic. So... No, she wasn't at work because she don't work for that nigga. Oops. Um, I feel like it was extremely problematic for her for him to ask her to fit the mold of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. There's only one Beyonce. There's never going to be another motherfucking Beyonce. Beyonce has three kids. And they are also not Beyonce. Uh-oh. So how are we going to be asking this girl to be Beyonce? Like this? There's one Beyonce. Let this girl be her. If Mona Scott producing it, I can request um, things at the craft service table. That's it. You can't. You can't request <laughs> you me can to be Beyonce. Some cheese. You can request pepper jack or provolone, girl. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, just I, I like the the anti Afro Latina shit is old. Like everyone knows better now. I feel like it's 2018 now, oh. and we've already had this Afro Latina argument about. Some of us being Afro and being Latina at the same time, or Latino. First of all, you're a toe licker, so shut up. I'm what? You're a toe licker. Well, I can be an Afro Latino toe licker at the same time. <laughs> so you love Afro Latinos and you lick toes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm, that's gonna be. I'm, my I'm putting this on the on that's, your on your um little thing when they bury you. Put that he on, was a toe licker and he liked Afro Latinos. Put that on my vision board. Um. <laughs> I just, I mean, everything else was just not interesting. Loving Hip Hop Miami. What you think? I think um, we should definitely stay tuned for scenes that don't involve Shay Johnson. Because Shay oh, Johnson is Bucky, so Bucky. Draining. I just, I don't even, I don't oh even Oh my God, I wanted to come meet him in the parking lot at night with my car lights on. First of all, if my car battery died, is Mona Scott going to buy me a new battery? <laughs> uh, y'all out here with these BMWs with the car lights on and the doors open. Close these doors and these um lease the vehicles, girl. Mm. Um, I feel like Shay Johnson really needs to go back to the name of Bucky because every time they say Shay Johnson, I'm like, who the fuck? The only thing, and I then can... I see her uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that's Bucky. Yep, that's it's, Bucky. You just you just Bucky. Yeah, from third grade. <laughs> Sorry, you just gonna be Bucky. Um, and then jumping from show to show, like. Yeah. I want to check, too. I really do. I, I, I promise. So, how long before you can retire, girl? Because if we just got to deal with this for three, four more years. Oh, we talked about this offline. Uh-huh. We just got one more year, then. Come on, cool. But, child. Um, I just... Uh, I'm going to take that advice you gave me earlier, by the way. Good. I <laughs> want I, I want Shay slash Bucky to go with God. Forward slash... Daughter of Christ. Backslash. What else is going on in Hot Topics? Uh, I'm officially an old head. Old head. That means you're 35 and up. No. You're not 35 though. Mm, that's what's the old head? Is the old head 40? Well, 40 is the new 30. I don't know where we're going. A old head is like when the younger people look at somebody and like, 
mm, they out of touch. Oh, yeah. Because they only interested in this type of music or this type of media or this type of video or this type of mm-hmm. movie. I'm officially an old You head. made me turn Gucci Gang off earlier, so you are old head. I'm definitely old head <laughs> for that because, girl, he's dead. Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. Oh, he old as well. He, he dead. I don't know. Well, I'm confused. Yeah, he's dead. Um, but I, I heard the remix offensive. of Finesse. Oh, yeah. And I love Bruno Mars. And I also love Cardi I B. I love the original single. Love the I or- could have done without Cardi B. I... Same. So you officially old head as well. She breathed life into it because the album is more than a year old. It feels like. Yeah, it's the um, it is over here. And so they put Cardi B on it to breathe life back into the album. And it did. Which is an amazing marketing strategy. You know, I'm a um, social media girl. I went to school to study journalism, but so I want to get things to get clicks and bring attention. But I was just like, mm, she still didn't say nothing groundbreaking. She just gave us generic pop. Riding in the Porsche, drop top bend, so and so, so and so, so and so, so. It was nothing was memorable like, about. It. There was no punchline. I couldn't walk away from it and say, um, "These is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes." There was nothing. There was none of that in this, know. and so that's why I feel like it's gonna be forgotten in three months. The video was amazing. Yeah. Without the video, I think I would have said, "Girl, why?" Yeah, because that's why Bruno Mars had tweeted at nine thirty. He was like. PM. He was like, the song's gonna drop at midnight, but around nine thirty, he's like, should I just gonna drop the video too? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, because we will not understand the song without Can't. the video. Unable to. Because I already liked the song when it was just you, and then you adding a current rapper that wasn't even a current rapper when the song came out. Um, Ta-da! I, I understand. The, I understand video. the stunt. It was a stunt. But I just I'm just not gonna accept the stunt. Well, that's we'll that's how I know I'm an old head. Um, you are old. Um, the living color, like I said, the living color shot. Yep, out it was, was great, epic, and that's what Beautiful. I loved about Let's the move video. On. Um, Michael Bay Jordan is dating a white girl. Oh my God! The Family Feud video came out after we recorded last week's episode. Mm-hmm. So I was excited to see him in the bed with that lady because she's a great actress. I can't remember her name to save my life. Mm-hmm. And then, um, no, she was in the bed with Sharon. And then Sharon and Michael B. Jordan started fighting. I was like, um, excuse me, cameraman, move, move out the way. I love her now, but move, focus on that a little bit more. Oh, they um, was focusing because you saw his um, upper back working. Yeah. Had, he had just did his push-ups. Yeah. And so, what were we talking about? <laughs> it took me somewhere else. We were talking about Michael B. Jordan. We weren't Michael even talking Bay about Michael B. Jordan uh, has come out with his white girlfriend. Oh, and it allegedly. Is supposed, no. They, the black girls, allegedly the black women are boycotting Black Panther black because Panther, girlfriend yeah. is well, That black. part is alleged. The white girlfriend is It's verified. real. Yeah, that part is real. <laughs> he said, oh, oh, yes, I like pink pussy. Um, Uh oh I I skipped my doctor appointment today Where he was going to do the test But it's pink I know for sure Because I I know for myself Well well, then yours is inflamed Um, (laughs) No not inflamed (laughs) I don't Hate Michael B. Jordan And Mm -hmm. I don't believe That this is going to lead to a boycott Of Black Panther Mm -mm. I think that was clickbait Yep. If y'all have seen the stories, y'all know that it was probably clickbait. Y'all know those people that wear the white mask <laughs> is trying to do everything they can for us to not be excited about ourselves, to be um, enjoying two, three hours of movie time. They don't want us to get our furbers. They don't want us to rent the Bentleys. First of all, sir, I'm helping you pay your rent if I rent your Bentley. 
So, Mr. White Supremacist, how much per hour? Thanks. Well, I'm not um, renting any Bentleys from any white supremacist. Um, we try to get our Kente cloths out here. I will lift to the premiere <laughs> uh, because... Mm. Um, but Michael Bay Jordan is dating this white girl, and uh, mm-hmm. apparently it, it put the internet in a tizzy. I don't think it's going to take away from the Black Panther premiere. I'm talking um, about fake news, Joe. T- oh, very fake news. Hashtag fake news. Um, and I'm not even mad at him. I think he's being stupid right now um, because it's not because she's white. Okay. It's because she's not me. And oh. so that's why he's being stupid right now. So Ooh, I thought I was going to have to give you a teachable moment on this podcast, but I don't have to. Okay, great. Woo. Thank you, Diane. You're welcome. Um, it's not because she's white. It's because she's not me. Yes. He knows that he should be dating me. Yes. He knows that I've been calling him and paging him for a while tweeting him directly and yeah. stuff getting on my nerves so like, like i gotta retweet this because my friend i'm um, trying to get this slip so i gotta retweet this like I, see it. i've been here waiting on you <laughs> it's been cold here and you ain't been here Ooh, so, dc has been wearing me out um uh, i just i want him to know i'm still here for him um yes. and i i definitely want him to know scrappy would not disrespect me like this so <laughs> so um i've definitely definitely agreed love knows no boundaries so shout out to michael b jordan if he's found love in a white woman mm-hmm. but um i definitely think that we should be redirecting this attention to nipsey hustle who was tw- um mm-hmm. posted on instagram about look at all these black brothers and they had on like suits it was like young men Congrats to them. I don't know if they were at a prep academy or if it was a graduation. I don't even know. Like, because what he said took so far away from what the what was actually going on, I don't even know. But Nipsey Hussle had posted a picture to Instagram. Look at all these amazing black men and their young sons. And hashtag no, he said no homosexuals and no something, something. Mm. So, of course, we went to the picture and in the comments started leaving rainbows. Um, <laughs> we Unicorns Started reading the hotels in the comments And going back and forth with them And I definitely couldn't tell you Who Nipsey Hussle is or what he does But because it had made news I just had to go leave a rainbow in addition to And like all the comments There were um, free readings Because they definitely were free When girls on their lunch breaks When girls had finished their morning reports When girls had just got off a conference call Nipsey Hussle, one, who are you? Two, you can get this. You can get these hands. These on this Instagram coming and feet. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because you look toast. So Nipsey Hussle, whoever you are, um, bye bye bye. Go join um, Justin Timberlake and whatever he's doing. Because that is definitely a bye bye bye. I don't know why the fuck. <laughs> I don't know down. what was that going song on. and that video is a bye. I can't. Um, and I'm not even going to give her... Oh, the Justin Timberlake new mm-hmm, video? Mm-hmm. He's going back to being a white man. No, he's not. He's in 3D dancing as a robot. And he's always been the same white man. Um, <laughs> still in Michael Jackson dance moves and choreo. Next case. Uh, Jesus, please come <laughs> and get your Christians. Um, oh, my God. I feel like I've been reading Christians for three weeks straight, and I'll make this four now. All right. Um, sometimes even our own allies and friends overstep and need a wig adjustment and i would be remiss if i did not you are remiss you look like a remiss i would be remiss if i did not adjust our friend our ally keith boykin's wig oh my god i love him don't adjust his wig what he do it's it's a little crooked it's you know remember like when um 
Marlo was helping Nene with her bun. Well, don't leave me in suspense. Just hit me with I'm, I'm, about, I'm about to. I get so scared. I'm, I'm about to be Marlo to his Nene. Because okay. his shit is coming undone and he needs a bobby pin. Keith Boykin, if you don't know who Keith Boykin is, is a CNN political contributor, mm-hmm. an active, out, black, gay man who speaks truth to power sometimes. Most of the time, because apparently not this time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And um, unfortunately, this time I'm going to have to call him to the front of. The he said Beyonce isn't black. No, he said something a little bit worse and a little bit more problematic. So he released a. Um, oh, he released an essay or something that the girls were taking me in and one of my. Th- oh, this. Okay, shh, okay, I'm gonna listen. Thank you. Um, he released a think piece slash think piece slash mm-hmm. girl you tried it mm-hmm. slash girl you could have left this in your eye messages slash could have put this girl, in your book for the three girls you should even put this in a book <laughs> slash girl you tried it did you run this by your publisher per- first oh this is why you publish it on your personal website because no publisher would pick this up oh cool slash girl no um again the piece is called in defense of lust. In my mind, I've already fucked Darnell Moore. Is how this piece starts off. What Darnell Moore gotta be here? You know the girls gotta be here now, so they make him. He does, um, but Darnell Moore is uh, a a friend of mine and a friend of a lot of people. A friend of the podcast. He follows us on the internet. Um, Darnell Moore is a speaker of truth. He's a light from the black gay community that no one can dim. And when these words passed. By my eyeballs, I knew that Keith Boykin must have been taking Xanax, Advent, and Hydrocodone at the same goddamn time. Because what the fuck were you thinking? So in his mind, he has um, had sex with another LGBT activist. He knew he did not have sex with this LGBT activist. Okay. He was using this to sensationalize this point mm-hmm. of counterintelligence of what uh, Darnell Moore recently wrote Darnell Moore recently wrote a piece about um basically not uh accepting hoism and not accepting promiscuity mm-hmm. uh, prom- come on promiscuous natures in the gay world mm-hmm. which it was a good article and it was valid okay. and I say that as someone that is sex positive and someone that is promiscuous positive um but anyway his article goes into having public sex with Darnell Moore and penetrating him against his will in a park in Brooklyn. We embrace and we embrace a moment longer than usual, and I allow my hand to slip lower along the middle of his back and linger. He smiles. I laugh uneasily. We stare for a moment, and then I grasp his hand and guide it along. Is with this me copyrighted? Don't be giving all this. It's on not. The- it's on Tumblr. Oh. Um, where we kiss and grope. I turn him toward the tree and enter him from behind, holding his neck down for balance and dominance. We zip up and return to the party as if nothing ever happened. Oh, that was a party. Hashtag. Keith Boykin, ma'am. What was this piece about again? Is it relevant? What is it? It's not. I love Keith Boykin, so I'm so confused. I do as well, and that's why I started this piece with saying sometimes we have to adjust our allies and our friends' wigs. Yep. Because he's an ally. He's a friend. He has said so many things. He's been such a positive... Uh, 
light mm-hmm. in the darkness. Yeah. He spoke truth to power to Trump supporters, yep. Trump deniers, liars, the like. The things. But in this moment, he is fucking wrong. It is not just wrong to elicit people's attention by fake rape. Because that's what this is. Darnell Moore is not fucking you. You're not fucking Darnell Moore. And if you were fucking Darnell Moore, you would know Darnell Moore don't even like to be fucked. That's how everyone knows that this has been fake news. You tried to propagate a piece. You tried to become a little more relevant. You tried to get a little more retweets. You tried to get a little more internet attention. And it's a lie. It's a full lie. And I'm not here for it. Just want us to remember her in prayer. Oh, okay. Because I was like, I don't know what to say. Um, he's, he's distressed. Um, any more hot topics? Or that's it? I, I want her to try to convince Hope. <laughs> because she ain't convincing me. Okay. Um... Thank you guys for following us on Patreon. We definitely have to say thank you guys in 2018 for all of your support to the podcast. Um, We are currently trying to get to $250 a month, and there are a lot of people who are contributing to the podcast. So first, thank you to Sean White, Noble Pickett, Jacquez Robert, Alex Tomlinson, Mark Robinson, Sean Garrison. Thank you so much. David Armstead for being a member of the Hereford Hive. D. Rashawn Gilmore and Mike with no last name. Somebody named Mike. He know who he is. <laughs> we love you, Mike. Thank you for following us. Patreon.com. Well, maybe it's my ex-fiance. Maybe my ex-fiance is donating. Patreon.com forward slash Hereford Pod. Um, thank you guys also for leaving us comments on SoundCloud. I've seen the comments on SoundCloud, but I am too intoxicated to remember what they said, so. Well, um, this week in sexual health, I just would like to um, ask you all to stop sucking dick if you don't love sucking dick. I feel like we've said that a thousand times. I'm going to say that. A thousand and one. Um, If you do not like sucking dick, please stop sucking dick. Um, Niggas can tell when you do not love sucking dick. And so if you don't love sucking dick, stop sucking it. Um, Or either learn to suck it and love it when you're sucking it. Or just skip foreplay. Just skip foreplay and go right to sex. Okay, because we just gave you 17 other things you can do for foreplay. Because you can do all kind of other things. If you do not love, not like, love sucking dick, stop sucking dick. You can finger some things. You can put some dildo in some things, some anal beads up there. Um, foreplay. I mean, you can do those things with plenty of other people. I just, I, I don't want those things. Um, but if you don't love sucking dick, stop trying to suck dick. That's the only. That's all you got. That's it. That's really it. I just want to drive that fucking message home. <laughs> drive because it, queen. Drive it. It's um. It's it's out here. <laughs> it's out here. It must be because you keep bringing it up, and I feel guilty because I'm like. How do I relate this message in the whole DMV area? I just I, if you, it's six point five million people in the DMV area. If you know somebody that does not love sucking dick and they suck dick, <laughs> tell them to stop right now. They, you can you can you can be a help in this cause. You can prevent forest fires. Amen. You can prevent these goddamn forest fires because it's forest fires when they when they try to suck dick and it's dry and they don't want to and they just they hold in the base. Bad. 
And they're looking at you the whole time. Bitch, what are you looking at? You should be looking at dick. You have a job. You have a focus right now. Suck dick. I don't endorse. Well, I do. I kind of don't. I don't. <laughs> Nigga, yes, you do. <laughs> this week in social studies. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I really had no clue that was going to come out your mouth until you said it. Suck like, dick. I'm sitting here trying to. Suck it. Stop playing. <laughs> Sucking dick does not mean kissing. Sucking dick does not mean put your hand. Sucking dick is not, it's not a massage. You're not doing I didn't, ASMR I didn't ask it. you for a, bl- a, a hand job. I, I didn't even ask you for a blowjob most of the time. Ooh. But if you're going to blow it, suck the dick. Suck the dick. And that's it. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my emotion. This week in social studies. Okay. Woo. Psychology Today magazine. Psychology Today magazine posted an article called Six Things you should tell your therapist. And I looked this up for me. I literally Googled this. I was like, what would someone who would want to start going to a therapist in 2018? I would feel weird. So I looked up things you should definitely tell your therapist. And you and I asked you earlier, and you said um, someone should definitely talk about their relationship with their mother. Mm-hmm. And what were some other... Um, and their sexual acts. Yeah. So, you know... That was actually in the article, but... Yeah, so, you know, if you like some risky sex, or you do risky sex, or you do strange things in sex, outside of suck a dick, because we just talked about that. Um, talk about that with your therapist. Figure out why it is you like BDSM. Why you like somebody to whoop your ass in sex. Yeah, or why you like toes. Because... Uh-huh. Uh, well, shit, maybe that's what I need to do. <laughs> I'll talk about that with my therapist. I don't have a problem. Um, but figure out, like, why your fetish is your fetish in therapy. Because you will rationalize your fetish to yourself and say, that's okay. Everybody like the ass slapped a little bit. I just like mine punched or fisted. You got to figure out what it is about you that makes you want those things. That the impact your decision making. Because yeah. those types of things can decide whether you stay with the guy who cheated on you 20 times and exposed you to um, syphilis. Chill. And your therapist can't help you if your therapist doesn't know. Ooh. And winter is here. Um, so two things that I definitely want to talk about in the six things to tell your therapist, and I'm definitely going to leave the link in the listener notes wherever you're listening. Two things. One is if your therapist has said something that has upset you. Um, I find that a lot of times people tell me that they went to a therapist, but they feel like the therapist didn't work for them because the therapist, um, in response to something they said in the first few sessions, didn't really see something the way that they thought it was. And so the comment that the therapist gave was really weird or especially as an LGBT person and going to a therapist. So if you feel like something your therapist said has upset you, um, maybe your therapist can better understand why you made the decision that you made in the moment and how you came to the place where you are right now in your feelings and why you uh, are in therapy, to be quite honest. Um, but if you tell your therapist, it can definitely prevent things from happening again. And it can help them be even more emotionally intimate with in your relationship with your therapist about things that are going on. Yeah, it's absolutely, again, it's paramount, especially if you spend the money on this therapy, yeah, amen. to open up your session with, 
Uh, find a comfortability in your therapist. And I say this as someone that has been working with therapists, psychologists, and psychiatrists for years. Um, open it up and figure out if you are going to be comfortable with this person and if this person can really help you. If you look at your therapist as um, just some white person that might be voting for Donald Molly. Trump. And... Ugh. Um, Karen. does not have your best interest at heart and is just there Jane. to collect the check and just Jane, there to listen to you, mm-hmm. then don't go to that therapist mm-hmm. or that psychologist or the psychiatrist. Go to another one. There are plenty other ones. I know I feel most comfortable with a black woman. And I I have to open up. Even when I, when I get to a black woman therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, I have to open up with, I am gay, I am sex positive, I do A, B, C, D, and E. Are you going to be comfortable with discussing these topics? And if they give you anything other than absolutely yes, you need to find you another goddamn therapist. And that's for a refund, though, Shell. I'll be calling United Healthcare and be like, um, Shell, I wasted my copay. Can y'all go get my $65 back? That's what I would do personally. No, you absolutely should. Because you need. You, you didn't need- get help at the doctor's office that you went to, so you can call your insurance company and have them negotiate a refund for you. Yeah, you absolutely should. Because if you can't And don't be afraid to do that. And honestly <laughs> discuss not. yourself, your problems, your feelings with the therapist, then you are sitting with the wrong therapist. If you can't be you and you, you still have to put on a charade of who you think you are or mm-hmm. who you want people to think you are, you're not with the right therapist. You need to be you, unfiltered, unfettered, uncensored with the therapist that way you can get to the root of your issues or your non-issues because you may not necessarily even have issues but you just may have you may need some advice your therapist might need to like i know a lot about you and like this is a non-issue so yeah they 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 can put the equation together of Mm -hmm. x uh times e equals c squared because i know all these things about you that's why you're still coming up with negative 25 do this and you won't come up with negative 25. You you want them to have that kind of access to you. Um, they should have the same access to you that God does in prayers. God knows everything about Amen. you, right? God Amen. knows everything, sees everything. And the therapist doesn't have that type of power. She or he is not omnipresent. So you have to give them the kind of access to help you. That's why you, you're there. And if you can't give them that kind of access because you feel... So guarded, then you at the wrong therapist's office. And the second one is a direct relation to the first one. Um, if you feel like they're not getting something that you're going through or something that you have said to them repeatedly, say flat out, I feel like you're not understanding this about me. And I would like to talk to you for about 10, you know, just say like, hey, I feel like you're not getting this. And I would like to give you more detail about it. You can definitely feel more comfortable saying to your therapist, I, I feel like you're not getting this. Um, I feel like I do this type of work and this type of thing is or important. Or I've been through this. Again, and, that's... that's and this is major for someone who works in the industry that I've been in or being a black gay man experiencing this um, is trauma, even though it I don't know if you see that it's trauma, but it is. If you feel like your therapist isn't getting something, say flat out, hey... I feel like you're not getting this. Maybe you need to do more research on this. I, I would try my mouth bad, but say, hey, maybe you need to do more research on this outside of our conversation so you can feel comfortable 
um, and be better prepared to assist me when I'm talking to you about these situations. And it's their job as a therapist to be the best person to help you work through situations. It was it said to um, tell your therapist things before you tell your friends. So like if I was oh, no, seeing I a therapist, agree. I I should talk to my therapist about it first because. My therapist would tell me something, then I would have happy hour with my homegirls, and then they're like, girl, leave him, fuck him, so-and-so, so-and-so. But my therapist can say, like, hey, you know, you've got to understand that, like, and he's going through a rough patch right now as well, so you should be supportive in this situation. Whereas all my homegirls have told me to leave my relationship, child, or leave my employer, and and ain't now one of them got no um, money for me to pay D.C. rent prices. So, yeah, I mean, if you if you can't find the like I said, if you can't find those comfort levels in your therapist, um, and definitely even in your physician, even if it's just your primary definitely, care doctor, if you if it's in your primary care doctor, I was um I went for my prep screening like uh last week, and was sitting and talking with my my physician, and she was asking me about um quote unquote protective sex and how often I'm having sex and things like that. And so if I didn't feel comfortable and honest enough with her to talk about those things, I would lie. True. And if and I lie if you. I lie, she's do- she does not know how to properly care for me. Mm-hmm. And if I tell her the truth, she's like, Oh well this nigga is in raw porn and he goes to the gangbangs and so we definitely gonna have to make sure we plus up on this and watch out for that and do if she doesn't, that's the have, only way she know to protect you. If you go, yeah, to, she don't. She don't know how to protect bangs. me. She don't know how to protect me if I'm not. Being Are you honest. going to the gangbangs? I'm not. Can going I to, go? Uh, pick me up. Find you a friend. Um, if she doesn't know these things and she's not equipped, she can't help you. And the same with therapy. You I want to go to the gangbangs. Okay. <laughs> um, you know who's not at the gangbangs? Um, I'm not done. So today's task, um. Definitely write down something that you should talk to your um doctor about, even if it's not a therapist, a mental health therapist, even if it is your primary care physician, if you're going to see a gastroenterologist, if your foot hurt, be honest about why your foot's broke. <laughs> don't be just, sir, I fell down the stairs and I just don't even know why my ankle is broke like this. Please be honest because your uh, medical professionals cannot help you appropriately if you are not being honest so that's today's task what's next for us um we were talking about girls that are not going to the gangbangs oh and these girls are definitely not going to the gangbangs because they are about to apparently appear in each other's episodes olivia meets annalise and are we um, going back to hot topics you stay doing it thank you um it'd be confusing me you are easily confused I you versatile so you prophesizing on your own life. I'm talking about go with God. <laughs> your back is turning red. I'm going with. <laughs> <laughs> He's like you have a CD player. How are you rich? Anyway, y'all, it's a uh, joke. Yeah. Um. So they teased that Olivia and Annalise would be crossing over via scandal and how to get away with murder, and I wish that they didn't. Oh. Because we kind of knew what was coming. We've been knowing what was coming for years because it's fucking genius. Obviously, they should be crossing paths. But in this last season of Scandal, I wanted them to surprise me. I just wanted to be gagged. I wanted to be watching and then fucking Annalise stroll up in some four-inch heels and she can't walk wow. right still. Wow. Um, and I'm like, oh my God, it's Annalise. I wanted to be surprised. 
because I'm not surprised in TV no more. I don't think they will. I'm hoping not. I don't think <coughs> they will like right when it's going to happen in the season. No, I think, I don't think that this was the te- this was the tease that they were going to give. No, I don't think it's going to happen like in in the comeback of their of the winter. What the fuck are they calling it? Winter break. Oh no. But they ain't been on in a while. Okay. Um, and so I don't think it's going to be in the very first episode of either a show coming back, but them teasing it like that, like, we knew it was going to happen. I didn't need you to tease mm-hmm. it on social media. I just wanted to be surprised. I want to genuinely turn on the TV and be like, oh my God, Annalise and Olivia are arguing or they teaming up or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like that, that would gag me so much. And I'm sure everyone else that even watches these shows. But and it make also makes tweet great press for red carpet interviews during a war show season. So maybe it's bigger than just those the two weeks before the episode premieres. It's a bigger it's a bigger marketing tool. For Shondaland, given especially that Scandal is in its last season. Yeah. I'm trying to think about it from a marketing perspective. But and that's I, but I, I thought about it, it from a marketing perspective and that's why I thought that it was Bad, especially when with the Golden Globes coming up the Sunday after it came. Because in. they were both gonna be there. Viol- Viola Davis was a great talking. P- is this the best promotion for the next four months of television that I have coming up? I got to make a big splash for the next four seasons. I need a reason to for the girls. To come how up. much? Unless Kylie pregnant, which is they going on else next week. They got an episode coming on Sunday so. and an episode coming on on Monday for the Kardashians. Like, they must go and announce Kylie pregnant finally so she can come at the house. I don't want to keep up with none of them goddamn. <laughs> um, can I go to the song for our souls now? I would um, love for us to talk about influencers. What's that? You don't know what an influencer is? I know what that is. Well, okay, what's that? Um, We don't claim to pretend to be full influencers. Because we kind of influence people, but we not really. But I want to talk about um, the worst part of being an influencer. What do you feel like the worst part of being an influencer is to you? Um, Always having to be on when I leave the house. Not that I'm not on when I leave the house. But, you know, it's kind of like when Beyonce said that she had found out her cousin died, but she had a, a, parents, a live mm-hmm. appearance to do, like, right after she got off the bus. It's like... I just found out my cousin died. I would like to cry and be in tears right now, but I have to go perform no, no, no in the mall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to be famous. <laughs> so. Yes. Something like that. Like, that's definitely, like, when you actually have things going on outside of work, I don't want to be. Yeah. Um. But it still ends up becoming work because yeah. you're not off the clock. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the same is extremely true for influencers, um, especially in social media and definitely in this podcast world. Um, I find it extremely problematic when we are talking about facts, facts, not mm-hmm. opinions. Cause sometimes we talk about opinions. Sometimes we talk about facts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're being poignant sometimes and showing our sources and talking about our sources. Um, and then they're shouted down by someone who is loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. Loud and wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, to me, I think that's the biggest issue with being a quote unquote influencer is um, having facts on your side, being able to research those facts, talking about those facts, being pointing those facts, and then someone else being loud and wrong about those same facts. Okay. 
I just I feel like that should be talked about. Um, there, are, there are people, that? yeah, there are people. Microphone right here. <laughs> Hello. There are plenty of other people in the same vein as what we do that feel the same way. Um, they get ostracized the same way, mm-hmm. and so that's why I felt like we should at least talk about that before we get to songs for us. So continue to be an influencer. Um, continue to have your voice. Continue to um, make sure that you are reporting things correctly. You are using facts. You are using sources, um, and everything that you say is backed up by those sources and facts. Well, hey, what's your song? Oh, my song for myself this week is Beyonce. Um, definitely, we watched the Beyonce um, live in Rio, Brazil, or live, Beyonce live in. Um, Atlantic City. Cataran, Beyonce live. Where she was? Atlantic City. So, well, Beyonce's live everywhere all the time. It's difficult to keep up. Okay. Um, but it's the unreleased track called "Lost Your Mind." Um, something about the pulsating. I don't drums. know why that's still unreleased. Like that should just have been. That should have been on something. Um, Beyonce's got so many great unreleased tracks. Um, I can't. I the B Day era was so great. Beyonce's like, look. I've got to record these songs in two weeks, and so I'm going to give y'all every genre. I'm going to give you all of the things. But Beyonce, Lost Your Mind is definitely um, a song for me because she, like, you must just lost your mind. You, you got to have lost your goddamn And then she gives the reasons why she supports her, like you just said, she supports her thesis, and um, she gives examples, That's and she cites her sources. And then she tells you, um, so yeah, you just lost your mind. In three minutes, the song wraps up. And then she... I am me. I look like this. I have this much. I am wanted by this many people. You have got to have lost your fucking mind. Knock, knock, Jay-Z. Tell me out here looking for a menage a trois when you get a damn wife at home. I um, am the menage a trois. Do you know? I got three personalities. Oh, my God. Nigga. Beyonce. Sasha Fierce. Beyonce. That's enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, Beyonce Lost Your Mind is definitely the song for my soul this week. The song came on on somebody's Instagram snap, Insta snap, what we call, Insta snap, <laughs> and um, I'm like, yeah, I just sat there and watched a snap on repeat for like three or four minutes. It's like these ten seconds are giving me everything I need, and I went and listened to the song and put it on repeat as well. I'd like a video as well. So, um, oh my god, if any of you niggas, Beachella 2018. Yeah, if you if any of you niggas would like to put a bug in her ear, y'all have her direct number, or if you have her Snapchat. Um, please let her know. I would like a video as well. Um, this, this week, the song for my soul, um, is a little bit older. It's over 50. No. Over 30. Mm-mm. Um, this song is a Leanne Rhymes classic. Okay. Um, called How Do I Live? And so, oh. How Do I Live? Uh, I think... I think Trisha Yearwood did it first, but Leanne Rhymes did it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a quintessential love song um, that I just like. How do I live? How do I even breathe without you? Mm-hmm. I cannot find the oxygen without you. Mm-hmm. If you leave, how would I live? Um, and that song is. It's been one of my favorite love songs for like decades. I'm sure I'm old, 
Um, and so there, yeah, there's been decades. Your cologne smells so good right now. You start getting yeah. hot because you were excited about this song, and then your cologne start excreting. No pause. Excreting. <laughs> um, your cologne smells really good. Okay. Um, and I just, I mean, it's. There would be no sun in my sky. Mm-hmm. There would be no love you. in my life. It mm-hmm. is. It 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 just ah. Oh, it bridges the gaps between pop. It bridges gaps between country, and it bridges bridges gaps between R and B, because so many people connected and loved that song, and that is why it is definitely the song for my soul this week. Because I just I would love to be inspired for 2018 by that song, and want. To look at somebody and sing that song without lying. The person who wrote Unbreak My Heart wrote that song. Diane Warren. Bitch. Yep. Came out February. No, it came out May 1997. And on the album came out in February in the UK. Yeah, well, okay. Well, yeah, 97. Trisha Yearwood sung it a little bit before then. Because um, it came off of the, the Conair. It came off of the Conair soundtrack because oh, I love the Conair. Uh, later performed by Trisha Yearwood. They came out in 19, May 1990. So who performed it first? No, girl? I feel like Trisha Yearwood did it before Leon Leon Rhymes. If y'all know, let us know in the comments. So, but but anyway. Oh no! It says that both versions were released on May 27, 1997. Oh, girl. Oh, oh. Mm. Well, lip sync for your Not life. <laughs> I guess who, we know who won. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry, Trisha Yearwood. Sorry, uh, um, ma'am. Was she? Is she pretty? Mm-hmm. She have a looks to hold on to. Mm, no, she gives me thorchy <laughs> torch. Um, oh, but anyway, that is the song for my soul. How do you? How do I live by Leanne Rhymes? If you don't know the song, go check out the song. Do yourself a fucking favor. Drink a glass of wine. How do I live, Leanne Rhymes? It is time for listener questions. Send us your questions to hereforapod at gmail dot com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. Um, at Mister Underscore Colfer ask. Why is it I can't find a guy who gives good head and good sex? Maybe it's just me, but I always feel like I got to choose one or the other. Hmm. I've never met a guy who's good at both. Hmm. So, <coughs> why does... <laughs> you got toes in your mouth? You still got toes in your mouth. <coughs> okay. You see the devil? The devil tried to kick my words back. Because right when he was saying that, I was, I was about to talk about the point that we were talking about earlier about loving to suck dick. Um, young gentleman, what's his name? Mr. Kofer. Mr. Kofer. You have got to find somebody that loves to suck dick. Well, I don't know if his... If that's his he said give good part. head. I don't know. Okay. Give maybe that's head. his... Uh, well, give head could also mean eating ass. So, so maybe he don't. He hasn't found nobody to eat ass, right? I, oh, don't ask me. <laughs> knock, knock, Mr. Kofer. We have follow-up questions. We have follow-up questions. <laughs> Do you mean head as in um, sucking your dick or eating your ass? <laughs> I still think the same oh, applies to both. Okay. If you are not passionate about sucking dick, uh-huh. stop sucking dick. Uh-huh. Or learn to be passionate about it. If you are not passionate about eating ass, please don't eat no motherfucking ass. Because it is uh-huh. nothing worse than a nigga back there doing something he don't want to do. And you also don't want him to be doing it because it's whack. But why is it? You can't find a guy that gives good head and good sex. Why is that? I don't have the answer. So that's my answer. I don't have the answer. Um, Where do you live at? Uh-oh. Because um, that may be the area. You, you might need to move. 
DM the Superman because he got follow up questions. <laughs> yeah, I got like I need to know what, what is it about this area that's producing niggas that don't know how to fuck and eat ass. No, they don't know how to do nothing. Don't know how to fuck and suck dick. Because I got some references if you would like me to. Like, he in Alabama probably. Mm. Move, leave. Mm. Well, there's some niggas in Montgomery I can point you to if you're in Alabama. Okay, that's on. That's where the gas stations is on the way to Atlanta. Because once you get to Montgomery, you two hours away from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's how the niggas end up there because they <laughs> weren't good enough to stay in that. Oh, shit. oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> pull myself up on that problematic shit. Sorry. At good dude eighty seven wants to know, what's some advice you would tell your fifteen year old self from what you know today? Ooh, fifteen year old me. Um. Okay. Ooh. Mm, probably shouldn't say it, but I'm gonna. Um. Stop allowing. Someone to molest you. Mm-hmm. Um, be honest with yourself and be honest with people around you about molestation. Um, you don't deserve that. You are better than that. You are bigger than that. And uh, it's not going to shape who you eventually become. Um, so 15-year-old me probably uh, allowed things to happen to him that probably shouldn't have happened to him and he probably should not have allowed to happen to him. I definitely would tell myself the same thing. Girl, chap. Okay. And what? I would say with it with that tone, with that southern diction. My fifteen year old uh, self wouldn't understand that. What? So that's why I gotta and I gotta talk more parental so, to my fifteen year old self. Gay. I'd be like, gay, okay. And cause I was just people were I was like, girl he gay. Girl he gay. Girl he gonna be gay. Girl, I was like, oh my God, can I decide for myself if I'm gay? Oh my God, LGBT girl. Oh my God, I got so many options. I just, QIAA wasn't even out yet. Um, Okay, and what? Okay, I'm still doing better than you in the grades. My GPA is still higher than yours. I'm still slaying you girls. Okay. I, find it, I find it hilarious. I'm gay and... I find it hilarious and, when... um. Oh my god, heterosexual people are so draining. They Ugh. are, but I find it hilarious when they try to put, put those labels on people to dissuade them Girl, from be gay. becoming gay, Girl. and then you push me further into gay. I don't feel like it pushed me either way, but but I'm no, just, you were gonna be gay I was, regardless. I was gonna be gay regardless. I'm, I'm just a girl, <clears throat> but I'm but I'm saying it pushes you further into it because it it makes you. It don't steer me away. No, but it makes you ask those questions steer, about yourself. Steer. Can we listen to steer or is Kaya too problematic? I don't know. Steer, oh, steer, well, steer. Mm. steer is still the jam. Steer is still the jam. It's still like has, R. Kelly T's area. Kaya still has a lot of bops. Um, yeah. I just wish Queen's Court was a bop. Steer. Um, but more often than not, judging gay people for being gay does not make them not gay. Dumb. So you're wasting your time. Focus on your studies. Worry about yourself <laughs> and about your it? career. Sweep around your own porch. Ain't that what your mama said? Absolutely. What are you here for this week? Um, what I am here for this week because I am absolutely here for something now. It is 2018, mm-hmm. and I had to um, be present and accounted for for the girls. Um, but there was a story on Pride.com. Of a trans woman winning the fucking lottery. Hey man. So one five point four mil. So one, I I want to be her or be her friend right now. Was it five point four mil? I just yes. Said, okay. It was five point four million. Um, and she was detailing that 
uh, yes, I just won this money and I'm probably going to buy some new wigs, get some new cuts, get, get my some new tits. colors, <laughs> get my life, basically. And they were asking her about her kids that disowned her. How the fuck do you disown me? You don't own me. This, you came out of me. This trans woman, her name is Melissa Ede or Miss Melissa Edie. She's European, so I don't mm-hmm. know if it's Ede or Edie. But anyway, um, she won... Vast amounts of money. Her kids previously, 12 years ago, um, disowned her. Oh, wow. This not even uh, within the, the law periods of time. You're like seven years or two or no, three not years No, they're not, it's not even a common law you at this moment. No. You know, like, no. She we're was beyond a, the period of where you could sue me. She was a former cab driver, and she won a scratch-off. Not even just like... Playing the numbers, like she won a scratch off for five million fucking dollars. Wow, a scratch off. You know how much these goddamn scratch offs cost? These scratch offs to be stay losing. Anyway, so she won this money. Her kids disowned her twelve years ago. She did an interview, told the girls, "I don't know them. I'm trans and I'm a cab driver. Am I looking for to be famous or, you know, like I have things going on, but I still choose to be the best me that I can be, and I just would like my children to love me." And they said, "Nope." Okay, well, girl, y'all don't get no no dollars if I come into a dollar, girl. They 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 disowned her twelve years ago because she came out as transgender, and so twelve years later, they wish they had this mama now. Mm -hmm. Her kids are nineteen, twenty nine, thirty, and thirty nine. And on my nerves, that's what they are. They not on my nerves because I don't I don't know them girls. I don't know them. Do not send me shit. Do not send me a don't send me pictures of the grandbabies. I I don't don't care. care. You she ain't get no Christmas gifts, cool. She ain't mm-hmm. got the new Elsa backpack. I, mm, mm-hmm. Tough titty. Mine tough right now. I need to massage them until they go down. Mm-hmm. I'm adopting <laughs> new kids. How about that? And I'm absolutely here for it. Melissa, work. Okay. Your $5 million. And if you would um, like to adopt some new kids, we love I'm you. available. Follow um, me on the internet. My mama is not going to be mad hey, if I have a, a second mama. So Melissa mm-hmm. Ede is who I'm absolutely motherfucking here for with her red lipstick. Um, two things. I'm not here for either one of them, to be quite honest. Um, Saturday church comes out this weekend, but outside of that, I, I scoured the internet. You know, I'm a blogger. I'm looking for black gay things that matter to me, and I cannot find any black gay movies coming out in 2018, and I'm not here for that. I know that as black gay men, we are creative. We have cameras. We have Final Cut Pro on our computers. We have, shit, Windows Media Maker. And I know that all of these things allow us to create great content to publish on the internet, to publish in theaters. What is Patrick and, and Pope doing? <laughs> so, um, nothing apparently, and I'm upset about it, hella. <laughs> um, but I don't know of any black gay movies um, coming out. I'm not saying that it has to be the next Noah's Ark. I am not saying it has to be the next Moonlight. But girl, can it be the next something that... To be the next something, because I don't know what's next. Hopefully, it's Saturday. And I'm church. confused. I, I'm I'm placing a lot of hope. LGBT in homelessness in, in New York. Yeah, yeah, and film empowerment, gender identity. Uh-huh. Well, well, yeah, well, definitely gender identity, but it's film empowerment because they're showing him in an aspect of his femininity and affirming his femininity because he's not changing his femininity. He's not changing the next blackbird or something. Jesus. Well, mm, blackbird. Mm. Okay. The Go second ahead. thing I'm not here for is Memphis. Um, knock, knock Memphis. Um, why were y'all shooting at Wolf Chase mall? It had the whole mall on lockdown. 
um, for alleged gang activity. People was out here at the dealers trying to get their um, Tims and their Polos for the holiday season. And y'all had them all on lockdown at 11.30 a.m. Sis, y'all, wh- where do you work? Where do you work? It's to go home. Do th- That was today? No, it wasn't. It was over the holiday season. But then this weekend, um, some teenagers were fighting in the movie theater. And, of course, um, the local channel put it on the, their Facebook page and asked, how do we fix the community? And, of course, all of the people who are not black were saying, shut it down. Shut the movie theater down. That's the only way we can get rid of it. Y'all also That's like shut the down. movie theater in yeah, also though. shut down Peabody Place, and then it sat empty for ten years, and y'all end up selling it to Service Master, and Service Master's like, "Well, we will put a tourist area in there so y'all can come look at it." Sis, I don't want to come look at vacuum cleaners. So Memphis, please get it together because if Wolf Chase Mall closed down, y'all might as well close down too. Just let all uh, the and y'all go. gonna close down the movie theaters because you know these people don't believe that our children these are our children and so when we are at happy hours with our sisters and brothers um our heterosexual sisters and brothers and like so how is your son doing have they done their homework are they involved in extracurricular activities that are mind stimulating and keeping them out of public places fighting and so all the people will want to close the places down because Persons of color don't know how to act. It is like Memphis is like 65% black. And so these 30% of um, other races get to decide what goes on in Memphis. And like, because they all have the political seats and they get to make all the big decisions. And they're all the managers and the CEOs and the directors of the things. But Memphis, we can do this. We are better than this. And not just Memphis, Atlanta, Oregon, Cleveland, Please make sure that when we are hanging out with our um, heterosexual home girls and homeboys who have children, that we care about the children as well because those children are the future. Teach them well and let them, what the children do, lead the way. Yeah. So, um, y'all tune in for the kids so they don't end up on Facebook Live fighting and then you like, uh-uh, I know they didn't hit little Chandra on the um, Facebook Live and I got to go out here and fight because you don't have to act up. And we don't want y'all out here acting up because now I got to defend y'all. So, child, please. Oh, and the trans murder, our first trans murder of 2018 happened over the weekend. I'm not here for that. That wasn't even on my notes, but so we just already killing trans girls. And it's only one weekend to the new year. Get it together. Dot as work. well as the brutal beating of um, Ulysses uh, Wilkerson in <sighs> Alabama. Um, I hope that they get to the bottom of that shit because that's absolute bullshit ridiculous um, one week into the new year uh on a positive note uh Issa Rae is not an awkward black girl anymore and I'm absolutely here for it okay let's go move on to here for it speaking of um no, I mean not here for it's our last call our last call cause child it's time to wrap this up I'm not getting no more shout out to Andrew Caldwell N- oh shout no out shout out to Andrew no I'm sorry <laughs> My last call this week is to Northwestern University. Their Feinberg School of Medicine in Chicago. Come on. School of Medicine. I'm excited. Did a study determining um, that domestic violence occurs more often in homosexual relationships than in hetero ones. And when I posted on RonaldMeadows.com, oh my God, look at you black and gay and push. I'm sorry, I'm about to get myself out. And pushing these negative stereotypes about black gay. I'm like, girl, 
I'm just here to report the survey findings and <laughs> just... Well the study said <laughs> that bar none yeah. in homosexual relationships domestic violence occurs more often than in heterosexual relationships. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's a lot more heterosexual relationships than there are and we homosexual still relationships. Them. <laughs> but the number is per capita, it's not about the grand total number. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely want to make sure that they were my last call. I wanted to make sure that we talked about domestic violence, even though it's not October and October is domestic violence month. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence should be talked about in all months until it stops. Um, the domestic violence in our community is extremely preventable. Um, we should notice the signs. The signs typically are niggas that are extremely controlling they use extreme aggressive words and speech towards you and your friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they lack respect for you. They start new drugs. Um, they destroy your things. When they destroy your things, Chill. you could be motherfucking next. All right. Um, and people that give second chances, there are no second chances when a nigga put his hands his hands on you. When someone puts their hands on you, male or female, <coughs> in a relationship. Let that shit the fuck go. Mm-hmm. Let it the fuck go. Cause Just, it crossed his mind. This ain't if he did it. He thought about it. Like uh, so, you done thought about that, and you actually executed that. And so now you think if it's what is it? What you tolerate is something. What's permitted is something. I don't know how the saying go, but girl, I'm not here for it because it don't even matter what the saying was, child. No, <laughs> I don't. No. Mm-mm. I agree. Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. I don't know what the saying is either, but sure. <laughs> um, but there are no second chances. When you have an inkling and when any of those signs that I just said pop up, let that nigga go. He's not worth it. The dick, the ass, the money, the time, his smile, his connections, they're not worth it. Do you want to die? Because that's where a lot of these domestic violence cases ended up. So... It's my last call today because I want to make sure that um, we realize how important domestic violence is in our own relationships. Um, the only time somebody should be putting their hands on you is in love so or make you happy, in love or in the bed. And if he's putting his hands That's on you. That's the same you, thing. <laughs> no, I can put my hands on you in love and oh, oh, come on, massage, come on. hug, come on. and yeah. all those things in the bed. I might, I might choke you in the bed. There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not, Come on, six positive. I'm not. I'm not advocating against that. Definitely put your hands <laughs> on the nigga in the bed. There's nothing wrong with a good slap. Oh. There's nothing wrong with a good choke. Oh wow. But it's something wrong when he ball his fist up and punch you in the fucking face. Those or try to. Two different things. Hey, your reflex is in order. Two Woo! different things. You tried that. Woo. Okay. I you, think you have to make sure some niggas <laughs> once or once or twice. But my last call is definitely to Northwestern University for doing that study because thank you for doing that study. Um, it is needed, and niggas need to read it and realize the gravity of what is going on around us. Um, my last call is to Ed Will Smith because follow him on Instagram. <laughs> he is a whole hoot. Um, they celebrated their anniversary. He mentioned their anniversary in a comedic way on Instagram. Just everything he does is so funny. It's all done in fun and light. And just when I'm sitting at work and I see a new Will Smith post, I know I should just go look at that right now. I can take the next caller after I watch this video. <laughs> um, and there was recently a post um, made by Will Smith about 
getting comfortable with failure because more times than you are successful, you will like fail because you've got to try things in order to grow and to learn. And so if you feel like, oh, I don't want to do this because I'm afraid to fail or, oh, I don't want to do this because um, I don't know how I'm going to see tomorrow. He gave a great example about going to the gym and how you always go to the gym and you're looking for failure. And I just want to play a clip of that if my iPhone will work with me and it's been up for two hours in the moment I need it. it was, it's not a, so there's that. I love this but, one. Um, da, 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 you have to actually seek failure. Failure is where all of the lessons are. You know, when you go to the gym and you work out, you're actually seeking failure. You want to take your muscles to the point where you get to failure because that's where the, the adaptation is. That's where growth is. Come on, muscle growth. Successful people fail a, a lot. lot. They fail a whole lot more than they succeed. But um, definitely watch Will Smith's Instagram and how you... And he's so positive and he's funny and he's like... Oh, Not it, that kind of positive. Are you single? That's what I want to ask him. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Will Smith and him joining social media because he's been a positive light from the moment he has joined social media. And I am absolutely here for it. So, And I'm here for Bright as well. I think Bright was a good movie. Whole other subject. Okay, because people who like Bright like Bright. people. It, but that's a good it's, thing, though. Yeah, it's, you it's very You either hate it or you love it was very polarizing that's what the movie is supposed to do um but what's not polarizing and we'll end here is representative brendan boyle um is there something you're here for that you're going back to or no i'm i'm adding a last call that we're not doing a shot for oh because we don't have that much more to keep (laughs) um the president believes he is a stable genius i do not today i introduced today i introduced the what is this called the stable mm-hmm. the stable genius bill and if you don't know what the stable genius bill is this member of congress has introduced a bill and i think it is a great a great fucking idea mm-hmm. but it is a bill uh to ensure that presidential candidates are fit to lead mentally and we should have had this shit 2 years ago because shit the bill is called Stable Genius. The acronym is Standardizing Testing and Accountability Before Large Elections, Giving Electors Necessary Information for Unobstructed Selection. That is the acronym for Stable Genius. So make sure these girls take tests. Follow us on the internet at Here For It Pod. And of course, follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. Follow me on everything you can follow every nigga on. I am on um, Christian Mingle. Mm-hmm. I'm on um, Rip Boy. Um, oh, what else was that on this week? YouTube. Uh, Jacked Grinder, of course, because faves. Uh, Did I tell you the 18 year old stopped talking Craig's to me? Craigslist. Because he was left behind in school twice and he wanted to know about Inside Thoughts and I. You did. Um, you 18 years old, one. He's how how did I get here? No, Deborah Cox. Um, well, we're already leaving him out. <laughs> so, thank you guys for listening. Make See. sure you subscribe. Make sure you check out our Patreon. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.